Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. to the second hour of the first day WIBC Sunday Magazine show it is September 24th Colts take on the Ravens in Baltimore we've been watching the weather in Baltimore Terry Stacy along with uh, Denny Smith Kylan Talley and Matt Bears here too yeah it's a typhoon no, no, not a typhoon Cyclo- it's a, it's a, a t- oh. tropical storm Ophelia yeah, that, that's like it out in Baltimore right now and it looks like about a uh, 50% chance of rain at 1pm and I bring this up uh, because Sam Fritz in our WIBC newsroom was talking about this. And, and there was a tweet earlier from Mr. Jim Ursay, owner of the Colts, talking about the weather a little bit. So I got a conversation stirring of whether or not they would actually kick at 1 o'clock today. It looks like it is going to happen with a 50% chance of rain. But everybody's been kind of looking at that yeah. today with a huge storm coming in on the East Coast and everything causing problems out there. I like I like football in the elements. I know, right? It's I so do. much fun. I think it's fun. I don't want anybody to get hurt because it'll be a sloppy mess, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, I certainly uh, like football outside. I do. Uh, listen, we have got a Republican presidential debate coming up this week, scheduled for Wednesday. I know you can, uh, that's what the conversation will be much this week. And I think you can hear that debate on our radio station here. I will check and double check before we let you go. But the, the guys will be talking about it all week long. Um, and like the first debate, this one won't include former President Trump, who remains the clear front runner. of course. Trump is expected to travel to Michigan to give a speech to the striking auto workers on that day. And that evening. Coming up this hour, Cumberland man who looks just like Colonel Sanders. He went to... <laughs> he really does. Check out the photo on First Day. Uh, did you, yeah. did you post Facebook it? Page. Thank you, mm-hmm. my friend. Uh, he went to London, Kentucky to compete in the Harlan Sanders Lookalike Contest at the World Chicken Festival, which is where I wish I was. <laughs> is it Can just fried imagine? chicken? Oh, or? it's chicken, 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 and more chicken. <laughs> And then contest after fun contest. Can you get a thigh and a, and a leg? Or, okay. <laughs> I want it all. Okay. I want the buffet. Four fried chicken. Uh. <laughs> uh, but last week you heard me talk about Villa Lychee. This is the first of its kind residential community for people who have suffered a traumatic brain injury. It is built and it will be built here in Indiana. The property, the land has been bought. And joining us on the phone is co-founder Teresa Schutzman is here. Teresa, how are you? Hi, Terry. How are you? We're all doing great. And every time I mention this to somebody, Matt Bear was just here, and, we were, and he said this is a, an amazing idea, an amazing future for uh, TBI uh, victims or survivors, I should say. So tell me about when this idea, how this idea came to be, that you wanted to build a residential community for people with TBI. Well, I have to give that credit to one of the other parents of a traumatic brain injury, uh, Susie Fitt. She called me about four or five years ago, knew that my daughter had also had a traumatic brain injury. And she said, you know, there's nothing for these young adults. She goes, our son is an only child. When we die, what's going to happen to him? And we really got to thinking about that. And we're not, none of us are getting younger, but um, there isn't anything. Um, And so that's how the idea was, was conceived. And then from there, we got a bunch of parents together that have 
children, young adults with that have survived a traumatic brain injury. And then the planning began. And, and we really thought we were going to model after something in the country somewhere. And we kept digging. I was even in Washington for the Congressional Traumatic Brain Injury Day asking people, is there any residential place or community for these young adults or anybody with traumatic brain injury? And we were stunned to find there was nothing. So that's how it began. And, you know, we the, I think the perception or my perception was a traumatic brain injury. You go immediately to athletes. But it can be, I mean... Indiana has a lot of survivors of, bra- of traumatic brain injury, and that can be from simply falling off of a ladder or sliding across a, a wet deck. It can happen to anybody, and it changes your life in an instant, right? You're exactly right. And I think the figure right now, there's 130,000 people in Indiana alone oh with a traumatic my. brain injury. And most of those, I would say probably the large majority, have nothing to do with athletics. It's car accidents. It's it's skiing, it's it's kids on a bicycle without a helmet. And we all think we're invincible and then it doesn't it doesn't take much for that brain to really be jarred and, and a bleed and damage to take place. And as a, as a survivor what happens is you become, you feel isolated. You feel very lonely. I mean, there's there's those effects too, and why a community is so important when it comes to socialization, right? You're exactly right. Uh, all of most people with a traumatic brain injury are living by themselves. They're living on the street. Some of them get in trouble because they're so lonely. They figure if I try to do this and I get caught, at least in jail, I get three meals a day, and there's people I can talk with. But the majority of them are living at home. I've I've had workers in my home, and they're like, well, you really treat your daughter nice. And I'm like, well, I'm her mother. And and he's like, yeah, I've been in homes where they lock them in a room and they just give them food. And and that's just a stunning, a stunning thought that a human being with a disability would be treated in such a way. And one of the key things that people may not understand People that are developmentally disabled, and I, I have a granddaughter that is uh, is developmentally disabled. She was born with a disability, a cognitive disability. Well, she'll never know any different her whole life. But but my daughter and many other people's children who have a traumatic brain injury, they my daughter was a 3.5 nursing student. She was a scholarship athlete. And in one split second with black ice uh, on, in a, on a dark road, her whole life was taken away from her. And and at this point, she's living at home with us. She's 35 years old. It happened when she was 20. And these people need each other. They need a community where they can understand each other, where they can have uh, social activities and and many other opportunities that they're just not getting when they're at home alone. And so we're very excited that Indiana is going to be leading the way with building this community. And we're at this point in the middle of our fundraising, which is why we're working with IWIBC, which is now Radio One, who's just been fantastic to work with. Thank Teresa, you. I've also been impressed that the Wrights family has stepped up with you. we got Jill Wrights, who is a four-year letterman in track at Western, and Joe Wrights, who really was a basketball player, ended up in the NFL. How did they come involved uh, with all of you? Well, first off, that has been one of our biggest blessings. Uh, They are fantastic people, fantastic folks, people for Villalici. But um, Jill and my one daughter, Caroline, uh, are friends, and that's really how we got to know them was through my daughter. 
And uh, they have been so gracious with their big family to step up because brain injury, as you know, can happen to adults, but it can also happen to children. Yeah. Uh, Teresa, one of the things you were talking, and I, I don't mean to circle back too hard, here, but you were talking about how the people with brain injuries need this community, but we look at who else it affects, and that would be the caregivers and the families and the people of the people with the brain injuries, and it sounds like you have a lot of experience with that yourself. How has this group and do these groups and these ideas help support you and, and the other people that are trying to care for these people with these injuries? Well, many of them have a social security disability. Outside of that, you're pretty much on your own. After the injury, you have a fantastic medical community here in Indiana, fantastic rehabilitation opportunities with the various hospitals. But when they're finished with that, they're home and you just have to figure it out. And, um, you know, there is a traumatic brain injury waiver that the state of Indiana has, but there's only 300 spots and we have 130,000 people in the state with it. And, and most people aren't even aware of this. And I know the state is really making some efforts to try and, and make some adjustments. Like we need uh, shared services that the developmentally disabled get. And we're just running into some obstacles from this lack of understanding. And once we can get these in place, and we can start this community. Our plan is to give these plans, the architectural plans, give them to the next community in Terre Haute or down in over in Richmond and maybe over in Illinois and Ohio so that we can try and eventually this Villa Lychee will will spread across the country and meet the needs of the hundreds of thousands in the, in the United States that have brain injury. While this Villa Lychee has come up with this new residential development, you guys have been doing research for a very long time on TBI and all of everything that comes with it. With you guys, do you have anything else that you're trying to help with proactively for survivors like this besides we, we, well, the development? There, there are, yes, thank you for asking that. There are young adult groups around the state, and I know the one here in Indianapolis they meet monthly, and then they also try and do social things together. Um, but that's two events a month outside of the home. Mm-hmm. Some of them are put in nursing homes in their, in their 30s, 20s, and 30s, and they're sitting in nursing homes with people that are quite aged. And so, or they're putting them, uh, they're mixed in uh, group homes where people may have developmental disabilities or they may have autism or, or whatever. And so each, each individual group has its own specific needs. And, um, you know, as we're working, the uh, COVID really took a hit with the small adult groups. A lot of them ended up falling apart during that period and really haven't gotten together again. And so our hope is that through Villa Lychee and our website, which you can get to by braininjury.me, we're hoping to have information that can direct people to the various rehabilitation places, the various waivers. And, and we're just working, you know, along with the Indiana Brain Injury Association. Everybody's trying to help this group of people that's 
just now becoming known as a, a part of our society that's pretty much forgotten. Well, Teresa Schutzman is the founder of Villa Lychee and the property, the land has been purchased. They also now need families that are affected with a TBI. So if you know of anybody, have them get in touch with Villa Lychee. And again, former Colts Joe Wrights and his wife Jill stepping up to lead this movement. You can check out their video at braininjury.me. Teresa, it's great to have you with us this morning. This is just awesome and we appreciate you so much. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, Terry, and go Colts. Go Colts. It's, it's twelve seventeen. It's the first day, 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. WIBC. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith, Kylan Talley. Also, uh, our friend Matt Bear is here hanging out. Coming up, we've got details. Well, no, we're going to do it right now, but I just wanted to mention John Parmalee. If you know John, we're going to be speaking to him live from the World's Chicken Festival. He looks Good exactly Lord. like Colonel Sanders. I've been so sheltered my whole life. It'll be fun. The World Chicken Festival. <laughs> We had some sad news a couple, well, about a month ago. Ashley Albertson, a rising superstar in the world of racing, she died on August 18th at the young age of 24 due to her injuries sustained in a car accident near Seymour. There is an event that's coming up in her honor, and I spoke to somebody that knows her very, knew her very well, WIBC on-air producer, also the producer of Speedrome TV, Kurt Geralds. Yeah, she was one of my closest uh, closest friends. So it's been uh, it's been a hard month. Uh, it was a month uh, a couple of days ago since it happened. So it's been uh, it's been a long month. For those that did not know Ashley, will you tell them about her? Because she was truly a rising superstar. Well, Tony Stewart, a sponsor of her car. Yes, she uh, raced for Tony Stewart's uh, TQ Midget team. Um, raced for him. Raced against him. Beat him. Uh, she's beat the guys. Uh, she was a Dang good race car driver, an even better person. Uh, a smile that'll change a room, a laugh that'll uh, make your day better if you're having a bad one. She was just a great, great person. I'm, I mean, I miss her. her. Everybody misses her so much. Life will never be the same without her. You know, we just go forward every day, one day at a time, um, just trying to live life like she would want to live life. Fourth in points this season. And we should also mention, yeah. too, this way, she began racing quarter midgets. Then she grew into TQ midget. What is it? It's uh, dirt racing. It's a bit of a step up from the quarter midgets. And her goal was always to drive a sprint car as well, which is the big level of that kind of mold of dirt racing and what she was doing, open-wheel dirt racing. The racing community. Tell us about what that impact Ashley Albertson had on the community. The outpour um, after her passing uh, from the racing community was uh, massive. Uh, her family, I know, has gotten a lot of donations. Uh, you can also go to you can go to her uh, racing page. Ashley Albertson Racing is still up there. Her dad's running it. Um, there's po- stuff posted every day. Um, but the outpour has been insane. We uh, have set up a memorial race in her honor uh, September 30th at Circle City Raceway. Uh, it's Marion County Fairgrounds. Uh, Memorial race for her, September 30th, um, and the donations that have helped get that race set up 
have been crazy. It's uh, $2,222.22 to win. Uh, her original racing number in the TQs was number 22. Mm-hmm. So we went with that. Um, and I mean, it's, it's going to be the amount of money that has been put in, uh, it's 44 lap race, uh, each lap, whoever's leading or in a certain position in the race, there's bonus money involved. All of that is on the Facebook page of hers. It's been incredible to see the outpour from the racing community. And then also with Ashley, uh, with Ashley and her dad and, uh, Ron Combs, who runs Tony Stewart's TQ midgets, they're going to find another young female race car driver to drive for Tony Stewart Racing in her honor to keep that going. Again, the Ashley Albertson Memorial, September 30th at Circle City Raceway, which is the Marion County Fairgrounds, as Kurt said. The gates open at 5 o'clock for the uh, stands and the public. Uh, for those that are going to pits and drive, it's at 2. Uh, qualifying hot laps is at 6, and then the racing starts at 7 o'clock. If they need to get any information on the racing, uh, Circle City Raceway will start posting uh, soon since the event's coming up. But Ashley Albertson Racing uh, is on Facebook. They can find that, and all the information regarding the race will be there. That is our friend Kurt Geralds, who works here at WIBC and for Speedrome TV. I think they got another race out there at Speedrome. Anyway, uh, a lot of you you lost sharing. Well, he's lost a good friend, and and, uh, I think she lived in Greenfield. Her family's in Greenfield. So there's been some attention for her, and it was a terrible, tragic accident that happened. And we'll talk more about this. This isn't the day to talk about what happened, but it was um, uh, pretty tragic, pretty sad. It is 1225. We're going to take a break because we want to make room for food news next half hour and also for John Parmalee, who is in London, Kentucky. He's from right here in Indianapolis, but he's gone to London, Kentucky to enter and to compete in the Colonel Harlan Sanders, the founder of KFC, uh, look-alike contest. We'll do that after the break. Fox News is next on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. You know, well, I'm a chicken fried. A cold beer on a Friday night. A, a little pair bit of jeans that fit Brown just here. right. Thank you, Kyle. And, and the radio I sure hope you've got the radio up. Guess what? <laughs> we, oh, gosh. Didn't I tell you? This is. This, you can't I, find him? The bad stuff is still inside me. Get out of here. Now, now, the, now Joe Parmalee isn't answering his phone. Straight to voicemail. Straight well, to voicemail. I happen to know for a fact that Mr. Chicken, played by by our very own no, wait, Matt wait, wait, Bear. Wait, wait. I have an idea. What? what? Can we just, like, do the chicken dance until he calls back? Okay, that'd be good, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, get your hands ready. Oh, I've heard this before. Beetle, beetle, beep, beep. Well, anyway, uh, John Parmalee is participating in the Colonel Harlan Sanders Lookalike Contest, which is at the World Chicken Festival. Matthew, have you ever heard of the World Chicken Festival? Um, Is it like a thousand live chickens running around? I don't know. uh, It's down in London, Kentucky. You know what they say about Kentuckians? No, I don't. What do they say? (laughs) Oh, boy. I could get in trouble with this. I told Terry a joke (laughs) about that, and she didn't like that yesterday at all. No, it's okay. But this is a, is it a fried chicken festival? Is that what's happening? Well, it's to celebrate, you know, Colonel Sanders started off down in Kentucky, you know. 
And, uh, of course, he passed away. And I understand he was a very hard man on his people. How'd you do, Terry Lynn? I left him a message as well. Oh, boy. Um, I apologize, folks, but this is par for the course today. How's things mm. have gone just downhill since I've been, I got up. It's not going well, but I've left him a number, and Kylan is going to continue to call him. It, you know, London, Kentucky, is this just cool place. It's it's right in the Daniel Boone yeah. Natural Forest, National Forest. It's but just they, a beautiful they place. They have this lookalike contest, and it's sort of like an Elvis impersonators convention. Yeah. Everybody looks like, you know, Harlan Sanders. They all have the white suits, you know, and the goatee and I the so black tie. Today's the last day. And uh, for the event. So he maybe he's just out having some good chicken and waffles or something. Maybe you know? exhausted himself from eating maybe chicken. He did. Maybe he did. We have his picture that we posted. John Parmalee, he's from Hancock County. He so participates every year in case you see him. Maybe he's in the rooster tail mullet contest today. You know what's or funny? The whiskers and is beard it, contest. You think it would be sponsored by Kentucky Fried Chicken? It's not. Down in London, Kentucky. It's sponsored by Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken. Oh, wow. But that's the brother-in-law. Oh, is that the brother-in-law? They're, they're a brother-in-law. That's a oh, brother-in-law no, of Harlan Sanders or a, brother, a relation, a brother or maybe a brother-brother. Oh, uh, but a brother-in-law or somebody else who, and I don't know how that all went. That's a legendary feud between yeah. family feud. Yeah. The chicken feuds of yeah. Kentucky. Can't really? be good. Can't be I've good. I've heard about plumbing companies like that. You know, <laughs> broke up families. <laughs> Did you know that the first restaurant that franchised Kentucky Fried Chicken wasn't even in Kentucky? <laughs> it was in Utah. The first in like franchise restaurant. Oh, yeah. oh wait a minute. Is that true? Well, that's what Would Kylan lie to you? Well, Terry I know they've got the museum down there too and they I think they're they're saying they were the first. They Okay, so it started out. in Corbin, Kentucky, but then the first franchised restaurant. Does that make sense? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I you think know, we had the first allowed. KFC in Rochester, Indiana, now that you mention it. Um, oh, yeah, you know what? Several of them. <laughs> Did you know that there is a London, a city of London ordinance that you cannot take your pets to the Kentucky Fried Chicken Festival? <laughs> no. No, they don't want that. pets. It's an ordinance. Well, it's want... food. Maybe that's, <laughs> that's it. Maybe, maybe it's that's a, such it. a food festival that they don't want animals around the food. Speaking of which, you know you're not supposed to have a pet inside a hair where you get your haircuts and stuff? Yeah. Did you know why that came about? Uh Uh-uh. There was a lady in Speedway right off of Main Street. I cannot remember her name, but she had a pet monkey in the 50s. And (laughs) she had this monkey in her hair salon. And that's why in the state of Indiana, we're not allowed to have pets in it. Because somebody got mad about this monkey and turned it in. There was a big scandal in Speedway in the 50s. And that is a true story. That is so government, okay? What we're going to do is we're going to ban monkeys in the hair salons. But we're not going to ban the monkeys in the actual homes. I don't know. I'm just saying. Pets aren't going to all these festivals. When I was a kid, I wanted a, a monkey so bad. I think you used to be able to order them out of the Sears catalog. That's what my thing my mom always told me. <laughs> that you could get them in the Sears catalog. <laughs> I think that's what she said. Could I you don't get know. the organ grinder to? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so today, ladies and gentlemen, on this day in history, where is it? Uh, oh no, it's not on this day in history. <laughs> Are these is this fried chicken facts? I'm having the worst day ever. Uh, but I'm still alive and breathing, so it can't be the worst day. 77 years ago, this gentleman was born. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, like 1969. I don't know, maybe later. Uh, mean Joe Green. Oh, wow. Oh, I only think of him because that was the best Coke commercial ever. The best ever. commercial ever. He threw yeah. his jersey to that kid, Mr. Green, and he hey, was kid, a catch. bad, tough guy. 
Also celebrating a birthday today, 64 years old, Steve Whitmire. Steve Whitmire was the voice of Jim Henson after Jim Henson died. So he's the voice of Ernie, Kermit the Frog, Beaker. <laughs> Beaker's hilarious. He's the lab assistant, you know. And Beaker. He... Was he the one that went <laughs> Yeah, that's him. Any of us could do that. Yeah. Right? Uh, mine was spot on. He's having a... It really was good. Thank you. Oh. I'm sure there's a contest somewhere in this world. <laughs> on this day in history, music events, 19, 50, 35 years ago, 35 years ago today, Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy Great becomes song. the first a cappella song to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100. That's Terry that Lynn. That's you? The, you, I, you think you're having a bad day. Play that song. Don't worry, be happy. Hate that song. What? Terry? Oh. You've got an attitude Matt. today? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the middle. First couple times I liked it, and then it was over. It was just, uh, what about the song do you hate? Ooh, was it the happy well, That's that part. the part that I hate, too. <laughs> so funny you say that. Wow. That part puts me in a bad mood. <laughs> Did you know that one of the things that be happy? one of the things that's going on at the fried chicken festival since we're talking about it <laughs> is the world's largest skillet. Have you seen oh, it? Oh yeah, it's How a about that. It's divided into fours, <laughs> and they keep rotating the chicken from one hot vat to another. But it's the world's largest, you know, skillet of chicken. Oh, cool, this is why we need to go to London, Kentucky, for the world's chicken festival. I think it sounds like so much fun. Or you could go to the away game watch party. Up at Carmel Midtown. You know who's there? JMV. JMV. I was trying to see if we could call a promo person there. And see how they're hey, doing. how's it going? How's the event? Since we can't get the John Parmalee. I have heard all good things that although the storm is coming in uh, off the East Coast. In Baltimore. In Baltimore. For the game. I, I have heard that we have a better than even chance here of winning this game. That, that everybody was trying to write us off, but that's not what I'm hearing from the people making the making the bets. Nobody's playing on either team. Uh, that's that's the crazy thing. There are so many injuries uh, with the Ravens and, of course, with the Colts, you know, and their yeah. quarterback, Anthony Richardson, their rookie quarterback, not being able to play today. And one of their, I mean, there are a lot of injuries. Anything could happen. You know what? Fun. They always say that about high school football. When the JV steps up, that's when you really see fun football. Yeah. Yeah, the JV's coming in because they never get to play. So here we go. Well, you throw out the playbook a little bit you get some street ball and it's just a lot of fun and that's that, that could be the conditions today especially with the rain and terry mentioned earlier you hope nobody gets hurt but it's gonna be slick out there i mean yeah. it's gonna be tough as we said matthew we like it we like mm, it a lot we it. like it in the rain we like it slick but the turf i'm still partial i don't know yeah you like the turf i i like grass when it's good grass that's what i was kylan knows because she's a, she plays I played turf. soccer, and yeah. so it's. We always thought it was fancy when we got to play on turf in high school. We were like, "Oh my gosh, it's it's. Look at that, it's turf." But when you get real good grass, it's so much more worth it. I guess so. You know, better they, for your ankles. They keep talking about the stadium changing it over to turf. I don't think they can do it because that floor is poured. That's what I They've say. Gotta they, get, you got to get. You got to get drainage. They have no drainage. That and, according uh, to so Jake I think Query. The, I think the they're going to be pushing back really hard to say, no, we're going to stick with Sometimes the... he's right. <laughs> Quit that, Terry. That. Oh, Kylan wants us to take a break. Oh, good. I do want to mention Zubu's coming back. Zubu starts it this is. week out at the Indianapolis Zoo. 27 days of fun, and it starts on the 27th, I believe. Kylan, would you know? Oh, yeah, yes, September twenty seventh so. goes through Sunday, October thirty first. So here we go. Cast of characters dressed up. The kids mm-hmm. get to do trick or treat, and hey, it's fun. But adults too. Did oh, you yeah. see that too? they added the adult trick or treat? You get so to go I can around tell after. Pirate? Yeah. Well, not full, sleazy. Full you can be mask. a sleazy nurse. Yes. Oh. Whoa. You can <laughs> go as Colonel right. Sanders because he's not showing up on this radio show. <laughs>
Oh, Matt shoots and scores right you here on 93 so WIPC. It's 1242. Thanks, I'm going to Popeye's later. I'm not even going <laughs> to. Hey, speaking of which, food news coming up next on the first day, 93 WIBC. All right, it is 1246. Guess what, everybody? What? Guess who's on the phone? Oh. Yeah, Mr. Parmalee. Oh, you found him. Yeah, from he's in London, Kentucky at the World Chicken Festival. He's from right here. John Parmalee is here with us. John, how are you? I am fine. How did the day I, go? I, I, Please. Well, the day, the, day, the day started off real well. We, we drove down from uh, Indianapolis, Greenfield, and we got there about 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We checked into our motel. And we got dressed. I got dressed, got off from the, from the from proper, got my bow tie on and my white coat and, and pants. And then we went over to the festival, and there was probably the six or seven other colonels there, and there was probably the 100 or 200 people waiting for the show to start. They had this little lady that has been singing for, oh, maybe 30 or 40 years. Uh, her name is Julie Link, and she sings 30 minutes before. And uh, oh, she's 91, excuse me. Uh, but she sang probably all these chicken songs before. She goes to all the festivals. <laughs> and she was a hoot. Just a hoot. So we had a register. And that was fine. Then we went up on stage. And uh, they gave us, they were asking our, where we're from and where we're from and all this. And, and, and most of the locals look like Colonel Sanders for some reason. I don't know what the problem is with that. But, Wow, it, it was it, it was it was interesting. So, like every other year, it's kind of political to a, to. A, you gotta be I, from I, Kentucky. I exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. When, and when you're from New York, New York transferred to uh, to Indiana. You, you kind of shoot yourself in the foot when you when you open your mouth. You go, oh, he's from New York. Oh, something's wrong. So, so how many total? Is this like an Elvis convention where everybody? Just dresses in the sequence. Like Colonel Sanders. Well, well, the the, the chicken festival is the world's largest. I mean, sir, they have a skillet that's got to be twenty-four foot in <laughs> diameter. It, it, it's wild. They're cooking chicken all day long, and there's thousands of people running around with with with, with uh, Colonel Sanders looking look likes and sure. white hair and the bow ties. It, but I was just I was just one of the many. One of the many. But, did you? So so got, did you win? No. Did you come in second? How about sixth place? Out of seven? Well, let me explain to you. When you when you got one of the guys owns a Kentucky fried chicken in Corbin, Kentucky, or oh. original where Colonel Sanders first started, then you have his helper, and then you have another guy that we're from Jellicoe, Kentucky. You know, you go, mm, I wonder who's going to win this year. And I have a friend that lives over in North Carolina, and he won't go no more because it's so political. He, he said to me, who won the contest? Is this sour grapes? I'm having Glenn to file a complaint with the Kentucky Attorney General You're right now. You're absolutely right, I'm, I'm Matthew. Very upset about this. You know what Bobby Knight always said? Damn Kentuckians. <laughs> I hear you. I'm angry. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the guy next to me, he had a hat on and a brown brown coat. Supposed to be a white coat. Brown. He, he won third. Oh, he didn't have a coat on. Yeah, I'm going. What's what's wrong with my car? That is just tragic. I was, I was I was I was at a flea market yesterday, you know, and okay. this beautiful white hat. I said, you know, I if I get a white hat, maybe I could place next year. Next year. If you just get so the I hat, nice white hat. 
<laughs> so I'll, I'll try it out again next year and see what happens. <laughs> okay. Just go wow. in the bathroom next we year. Have, yeah, go in a bathroom. That's right. We White have, bathroom. Uh, we have posted you know his what? picture on uh, our Facebook page if you want to see him. He's right from here. He, he looks exactly like him. I, I mean, there's nobody well, better. Number six well, but, out of seven? What do you did you work yeah. with? Were you eating garlic chicken or something? The, the, the number seven was a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> But, but, but you know, really, it's it's a it's a, a hoot to come down here, and you can you can park uh, five miles away and get a ride in, no problem at all. But it, it, it's like the people you meet, you're, you're walking down the street, and you go, "Oh, can we have a picture with you, Colonel?" Oh, certainly. Come on. Tell him you felt like a celebrity. Yeah, I, I did feel like a celebrity down here. Well, that's wow. you know that's all that matters is that you have you both that's had a great time. And we oh, uh, yeah, we are sorry wonderful. we missed you at twelve thirty, but listen, we've got to oh, run. Right. You all have a safe. Okay. T- it's our fault. It's our, I'm sure it's our fault it, because I've had that kind no, of day. <laughs> hey, thank you well, both. I, ha- have a safe thanks. trip home. Okay. See you guys. See, see you later. That's John Parmalee. He's in your neighborhood. He He's said? in the neighborhood. I saw him as he was leaving, oh and I saw gosh. that face. And, I, and this is where place. you're going in oh sixth place. A child. He beat a child. It's <laughs> for seventh place. Oh they're they're good people. Good people. All right. It is twelve fifty one, and now, ladies oh and gosh. gentlemen, it's time for food news. First day food news. Sauce, sauce, jam. Matt, I'm so proud of you. Thank knowing you. the words. I know my Oliver <laughs> Twist. Who doesn't? <laughs> it's a teenager in northern Indiana. We have to learn Oliver Twist. <laughs> to start off our food news, just a little warning. Kraft has issued a recall on some of their processed American cheese slices. Now, not all of them, but some of them. I've got the some of those they, in the fridge. I know, I know, me too. I was a little worried. Some of the way that they design the plastic is when you rip off the plastic to pull out the cheese, some of the plastic was left on the cheese. So kids are eating it and, well, it's a choke hazard. So I had a, they had I had to a dog once that swallowed a swim cap. It comes out the same Ooh. way it went in. Ooh, I don't want to know that. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. So just be aware of what you're eating. And I love plastic. Everything. <laughs> You know what? There's also a new. We're gonna move on. <laughs> I what think you like the smell show? of gasoline Terry, what's too. What's the best thing about plastic? Are we allowed to eat this cookie that you prepared it seems for us? my teeth. Yes, that'll be our tasting for today. But I'll get to that in just a moment. Okay. There's a new Mexican restaurant on the northwest side of Indy serving some authentic Mexican cuisine and international food. That's El Caporal. So go check that out. And then uh, um, some food deals for you. CeCe's is welcoming back their $4.99 adult buffet Woo! every Monday and Tuesday. There you go. Very exciting. That's Just be sure to get that digital coupon. And then there's BOGO free cones at Baskin Robbins through September 30th for National Ice Cream Cone Day. This may vary by locations because they are franchises. So just double check where you're going and get that double cone. All right. Today's national day is Schwenken... Schwenkfelder Thanksgiving? Have you heard of that before? No. I hadn't heard of it either. I've and been to three county fairs and haven't heard of it. I celebrate it every year. Felder? Is that is a it, type of chicken? It's maybe like a sausage? It's a person who was way back in like one of the first Protestant churches. And so this Casper Schwenkenfeld, he's a saint. He's a theologian. You are making he, this no, up. No, I'm. Jenny? I want you to look it up right now and fact check me. So this Casper guy, 
He was one of the first ones who started with the his teachings revolve around the Old Testament, yada, yada. Anyways, he was one of the first ones that started Thanksgiving before Thanksgiving was truly celebrated after the Civil War. This is a lie. <laughs> okay, you know what? We're going to move on. So your tasting today is from my tradition for Thanksgiving. My dad always makes us muffins in the morning to start us out. And then you, I made some for you this morning. What? Wow! It's 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 a perfect oh. anytime. It was sort of it's like a little a muffin, muffin top. Yeah, yes. a muffin top. It's banana, banana bread with oh. chocolate chips and then chocolate drizzle on top. Oh, so it's Kylie. a little it muffin amazing. top for you. Handmade. A whole story just for you to. You eat all a need cookie. to know that out that, <laughs> that, that Kylan wears her dad's high school ring around her neck. I sure do. It's right here. I love it. Soul. That is so cool. I think it is cool too. I love that she's That's a she's good got muffin that. top. It is really good. I love the tradition of this spunk. Is that what it was? This Schmickenfelder. 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 S C H W E. This is why women need to marry men with the last name Smith. I mean, how would you like to meet Mrs. Schmickenfelder? He got on last week. Who wants to be named Schwinkfelter? Well, I don't want to be I, named I kind of do. One. Vivian Schwinkfelter. It's not bad. It's not yeah. bad. Where it's not bad. I match Schwinkfelter. I loved it. <laughs> Kylan, thank for you. WIBC oh, News. Thank you. WIBC traffic. Hey, if you want to adopt a dog, head over to Upland Brewing Company for their 10th anniversary party that's happening, and you can get a Tito's. Right now? Um, it's later this evening. I think it starts at 3. But you can adopt a dog? Yeah, you Wonderful. can adopt a dog, and if you adopt Great. today, then you get a little Tito's back. It's the... It's the alcohol, Terry. Never mind. Yeah. You can get a little a little goodie bag from Tito's with a little dog scarf, a scrunchy I do love little that. toy. Um, Very cute. Wait a minute. One more second. Hold on. I go to Upland. The Colts will be done by 14 by then, so yeah. you'll be good. And Alfonso Schwingfelter <laughs> oh, will your, be there. I know. I'm horrible. <laughs> where is your love of the Colts? I um, do love the Colts. More that than party anything. starts at 5. five hey, you know to who eight. plays lineman for them? Arthur Schwinkfelter. <laughs> All right, Jenny. I'm going to lightning. I really need to rethink everything. Okay. I'm going to rethink the show. I don't get to It's going to come back next ever. week, and we're going to rebrand the whole thing. Okay. I don't know what we're going to do with it, what we're going to call it. Hopefully, we'll all be back. How about the Schwinkfelter minute? I'll remember who is going to be the halftime show at, at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's go, Usher. Usher. Yeah, yeah. Love you all so very much. Thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Tell your friends about us. <laughs> oh, Lord, don't do that. And join us next week at 11. On 93 WIBC and WIBC.com.